You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome back to Bookkeepers Bootcamp. Oh my goodness, we're so excited to be joined by Leah Crowfoot. Hi, Leah, how are you? Hi, I'm all right, thank you. Not too bad, thank you. Good, amazing. Well, um, look, thanks everyone who's joining us this afternoon. We've got some more Bookkeepers Bootcamp sessions. It's not over yet. We've got two more days of this. Love it. It's like such high energy this week, isn't it? Love seeing everyone joining and, and sharing their thoughts and ideas and their wins and breakthroughs during the week. Now, if you're um, joining, let us know if you're hashtag live or on the replay. Uh, let us know how you're feeling. Uh, have you had your lunch yet? What have you had? I haven't got there yet. So <laughs> two back-to-back sessions. I don't know when that's going to happen. But um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> enough about my lunch. Thank you so much to our sponsor, Dex, for sponsoring us during Bookkeepers Bootcamp Week. Really excited to have Dex on board for this week. Uh, we've been talking about Dex a lot, and we're having Dex on the uh, podcast bootcamp session tomorrow afternoon as well to have a chat with Freddie Mins about how Dex can help you in your business. So hi everyone. Oh my goodness, Tracy's just said it's snowy in Leicestershire. Have you got have you two got snow? We've got snow here oh. in England. No, we haven't. It's, it's very, very cold though. It feels very wintry, but just um no so oh Bobby's just had breakfast and now some tea. Oh, I, oh yeah, I'd I'd need a cup of tea. If if my husband's watching this live, yes I'd like a cup of tea. <laughs> I love that. Oh, fab. Well, we thought we'd have a chat with Leah because Leah has been growing a practice since 2020. No, 2021. Is that yeah, right? March 2021. Amazing. And um, we've been working with you for a while now. And you are one of those people who is like, actually, I really need to work on this part of myself. And you go off and do that. And I love that about you. Um, and we really wanted to talk to you about repricing because before we started this call, we were just saying what is your average client paying you and i think when you tell everybody they will think yes that is where i want to be um do you, should we start by should we start there is that okay yeah yeah that's fine um the average client is paying me around a thousand pounds a month that's amazing it's really impressive and like for people who are starting a practice or building or thinking like that one thousand pounds coming into their business is going to make a massive difference it's going to take them from like this place to like this place that you know we need to hear from you leah we need to hear about how you've brought clients in at that level and your journey do you want to start though do you want to start by telling us like how you started the practice um well i started it i I mean i initially started september 2020 and i was thinking of just going out and just being a bookkeeper on the side of my job but I quickly came to realize that um that wouldn't actually make me very happy because my my experience is as a management accountant um working for a, a group of companies and I I dealt with managing directors that's that's kind of the level I was working um and I never really enjoyed the bookkeeping side of things Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, if I start doing this as a job, I'm probably not going to be happy because that's not where my skill set is, which is why I, I love this group, because there's so many excellent bookkeepers that I've actually taken to on myself um, because it's not my area of expertise. Um, so I, I kind of done a lot of work on understanding me, understanding my ideal client and understanding what makes me happy and where where I want to kind of pitch myself 
to mm. business owners and it is pretty much as a financial advisor financial director dealing with the strategic planning forecasting side of things and having those meaningful conversations with the directors and the business owners because that's where i can give my most the most value wow that's amazing that's so good that you've recognized and this is what i think when we're when we're training um we might not always we assume we've got to do the job that we're learning at that point and we've got to offer all the things or or we just find out more things that we should be doing and maybe we haven't trained in yet but you've you've taken your experience your expertise and you've thought in my job what do i really enjoy doing what value am i adding you know because you you've got to enjoy it because you've got to add value to your clients too and i think what you've managed to do is then obviously very well explain the value that you're able to add because you're charging this much and um i mean we have some questions here um, and nicola has asked what do you offer for a thousand pound a month Leah? um well in there is there is bookkeeping there is payroll um there's the corp tax annual accounts direct self-assessment um and then there's I've added a line in my go proposal for financial director services, and that is £250 a month. And that is them to just tap in to me as and when they need it. Mm. And so it's not a, a set specific job per mm -hmm. se, it's them coming to me saying, okay, I need blah, blah, blah. And I do it for them because mm -hmm. I, I kind of looked at okay so if they want this with this i can set up particular lines but then i thought do you know what it all encompasses a an advisory financial director advisory role so mm -hmm. i set that at a particular fee and also in there is producing management accounts and producing forecasts i mean I there's one particular company i've got they've got now seven bank accounts and that's a lot of transactions but that's at the moment somebody else's problem because i've passed it off well and that's what you can do isn't it like that's the that is the beauty of this i love how you focused in on like well actually where is the best way for me to add the value in here and actually i can manage this and bring other people in this is how we scale this is how we grow and actually we were talking earlier in the week about our goals and vision and and there were people saying, you know, well, what if you're a, what if you're a sole trader or you want it to just be you? But it's seeing the opportunity of, well, actually, if I can uh, free myself up to do the bit I really want, I can bring this in and maybe, I don't know, it's a subcontractor or whatever works for you. But it's just seeing, well, actually, the best way for me to get value for my clients is for me not to try and do every single thing in the business. What I'm really curious about is the scope creep on that 250 pounds. Like what happens when I, I've, I've had clients like this and they're like, oh, she doesn't mind. Oh, great. I'll just ask for this and this and this. How do you manage expectations from them? Um, I requote constantly. Um, one particular client I was saying before we jumped on live that I requoted them again this morning because the scope has changed again. And it's, for, for my own self perseverance and and how it makes me happy i need to charge for what they're asking for mm -hmm. um because otherwise it takes over 
it yeah. takes over your life and it takes over your business and you end up being an employee yeah and and you stop and the, and that kind of the balance and the um respect you have for each other because if if you're doing more and more and the money hasn't moved and that scope creeps in you feel resentful and you don't you know all of these things you don't actually have the time to service them as well so so you're so you're using go proposal and they have a system don't they of the um twelve. so every month we you reprice the payroll every three months you're repricing your services really and annually you reprice the compliance annual accounts and things yeah excellent so you are not allowing the scope creep to get too much because you have this conversation every three months and actually we asked as well you know um how many times or you know have you repriced these clients to get to the thousand pound a month and what you said was you've repriced them multiple times since they've been with you um and actually the price of that one's shot quite up quite a lot because um you you have kept on top of this scope creep yeah i, I kind of i got to a point i think it was around in september last year where I felt like all I was doing was client work and I was not able to work on my business. And I was like, something needs to give here. Mm -hmm. I either get rid of the client that's taken over my life or I take a stand and go, do you know what? If you want me to do this level of work for you, you need to pay more so I can bring people in to help me. Mm -hmm. Because you're asking for much more than what you're paying for i mean at that particular point they were only paying me 600 pounds a month mm. and i'm like you're asking me to to come into your business every single day to touch yeah. your business every day and that is that's too much would mm. you pay a member of staff 600 pounds a month to do that level of work for you no you wouldn't no so you really you're really good at recognizing that and um and dealing with it what i want to go i want to go back a bit more i want to go back to when you were employed and you were and you had the seed of the idea of being of setting so my cup of tea's just turned up and um, as setting up your practice and how did you manage because we've got lots of people in the group that are working now and they're like do i take a do i leave the job and just go all in or do i go part-time and do build a business or do i do run both at the same time i'd love to hear about your experience around that because i think you came into well, i know that you was at our september 2020 boot camp um i don't know how whether you was at one before that i know you won something i've got a message from you saying oh thank you so much and i can't really i can't remember what most, we did. most engaged um person i think it was yes oh i love that yes you love was, was. so i'd love to know how you were thinking like you turned up in our community when you turned up in our community what point was you at you was obviously still working what was how i was so actually on maternity leave in september 2020 oh i kind of remember now yes you were on maternity leave so what was yeah. your thoughts about returning back to work after maternity leave and had you really thought out and fleshed the idea out of having a practice um I mean, at the, at the point in time, my mindset was my husband's on furlough. I'm getting maternity pay. I need some money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I thought, okay, what can I do um, in an evening and on a weekend or when the baby's asleep? I was like, bookkeeping, that's easy. That's simple. 
Um, and I actually saw a comment from a lady um, in a breastfeeding support group who mentioned the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club. Oh. And she said to me, oh, they're running this boot camp in September. Why don't you come along? So that's where I turned up. And, and I remember in that, when I was attending that boot camp, that I was literally like, how the hell, how the hell do you get this started? I was so kind of overwhelmed and lost and confused. I was like, I literally, I don't even know how to sell. I don't know what to say on social media. I don't know. I don't know anything. And it scared the hell out of me. I'm not going to lie. Um, but attending the boot camp, chatting to other people there, I was like, yeah, okay. I, I formulated a plan. I started kind of talking about it on socials. Um, I managed to get a payroll client. Um, and then um, come when I went back to work in the December, I literally, I got there and I was like, I don't want to be here. Mm. My heart had completely gone because yeah. I think I'd already started the brain transition of becoming my own boss. Because I, I worked there for 14 years before uh, when I left. Yeah. it's like once you know you can never unknow I think that's the thing about mm -hmm. learning about business I, I managed I managed um six weeks before I handed my notice in and thought you know what I need to go mm. two feet in and yeah. just take the plunge did you have how long was your uh, how long was your notice period um it was six weeks mm. so I, I went back um mid-December and I left at the end of February how did you feel? Like, how did you how did you really feel starting out? Was it a massive leap of faith, or what? Were you had what you done on social got you thinking? Yeah, I can definitely get into these conversations with potential. It was clients. a leap of faith. Mm. It was a complete and utter leap of faith. I think be, being in this community and seeing all these people that had succeeded, I was like, you know what? I, I can do it. I just need to have the time. Because mm. I, I was I was working like five days a week when I went back. Yeah. I was like putting the kids to bed. The kids were asleep by eight, and I was working until midnight. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I literally I burnt out. Mm. And I said I had a, a, a conversation with my husband, and I was like, How do you feel about me? You know, actually pushing this and making it something. And he was like, If it's going to make you happy, do it. So I did it. That's lovely. It's lovely that you had that that support and that he had that belief in you because I don't think it's that's the case for absolutely everybody. So that's really nice, especially where he'd been on furlough, you'd just been on maternity, you've got a new baby. It's all, there's a lot of things going on, but sometimes we just know, and like Zoe said, when you've had that, like you come to boot camp, you've been part of our community, you've seen what others were doing and you can never unsee that. And then someone here's just said, you know, that um, they can feel it in their bones that their heart is not in the job anymore. You know, like at once you, and, and when that fire is lit, that entrepreneurial fire is lit in your belly, it's very hard to dampen it unless you have so much, um, unless your confidence really knocks you. But you, you could, you'd already, you tested. And the fact is, you said you turned up at Bookkeepers Bootcamp 
and you couldn't see how you were going to do anything but yet you you made us know you were there because we recognized you as the most engaged person so you did have it in you maybe it was a bit of imposter syndrome maybe it was a bit of comparisonitis and maybe because you were new in the community you're thinking well how are these people doing it but we recognized that you were there so you did have the ability to kind of push yourself through things and I think sometimes I mean I I started my business my first business when I was on um, maternity leave Zoe did as well I think having another human to look after and to think how am I going to manage them around the stresses that my boss gives me and I just you know I'm already they're already the boss of me the baby <laughs> I need to <laughs> You know, I just, I need to manage, I remember turning up at work once and I just dropped off Daniel. I mean, he now works in the business, but he was two and a half and I'd taken him to nursery and he had sobbed his heart out and I couldn't figure out what, what was wrong. And I was so upset and I just wanted to spend some time with him, but I was looking at the clock and I was running late and I had to cuddle him. I gave him in and I got so told off when I got to work because I was five minutes late. And I just thought, you know what? I'm a grown up. And I give all I can. I can't. I can't believe I'm being told. Off. I was really. I was like, "That's it. Never again. I'm going to do this for myself." So um, I think. I think it. It gives you. Um, I don't like mama bear mode. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm a little bit more angry. <laughs> less happy with other people's opinions of you. Um, so I just. I. I love. I think it's so important to hear that you've done this and as well in such a short space of time you have you know you've really worked on yourself um what was going to I mean when did you sign up for the six-month success program and what what triggered you to do that what was going through your mind how was you feeling at that point I don't think I signed up until March I think it was March um there was a very heavy-handed Laura on my back (laughs) Um, I can see her here being happy handed in the chat (laughs) Um, but I mean in in the November I signed up for Pete Scott's Sales Academy Mm -hmm. oh yeah and that that was monumental in changing my mindset on sales because that was my biggest sticking point Mm -hmm. because when you think of sales you think over here because they're like wishy-washy people and we're accountants. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do I transition from being over here to over here? Mm. Um, so I was like, right, I need to invest in Pete. So I invested in Pete and mm. doing work with him. Had I had massive mindset shifts. And then I joined the boot camp in March. And I was like, do you know what? I do need this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, go on, let, let's invest. Let's invest in the boot camp and uh, in the success lounge. And having that that connection with a group of people that are pretty much exactly where I am or ahead of where I am or people I can bring back up to where I am. It's it's just I just needed to be in it. Mm. Oh. Do you know what I I love? Because uh, I know, like, Leah, you've shown us why you've been part of the programme that you, because we bring lots of experts in to hear people on the podcast. That's why you started working with Pete, because you'd heard him on the boot camp, hadn't you, before you joined yeah. us? And um, and that's it. There are 
during the program we cover all the different parts of your business you need to know about but you might identify at some point actually this is something i need to go into a bit further and there are loads of experts out there like we sent an email out this afternoon there are loads of experts and coaches and people who do all sorts of different things in different levels of detail or are different in some other way but we can kind of open the doors for that and there isn't really like a bookkeeper i know you're an accountant as well but and but there isn't this kind of bookkeeper community doing things in this way where you're part of something and I think probably people don't always see the benefit of being part of a group of this and having the support and accountability until they're in it or in like a boot camp like this so I love that you sort of found out you're like I'm going to go and find this thing that I need and I and just to hear how you've come on from September 2020 which is we did a boot camp about relationships then and we were talking yeah. about like having relationships with your clients and with your suppliers and all of this stuff and uh, and then going off and like being like okay oh no actually I need to come back here and then being like going through that journey and you're a different person like you're clearly a different person than you were so it, it's just incredible. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even recognize who I was back in September 2020 mm. anymore. The the how the work I've done on not just my business but myself has completely changed myself and my my mindset my my view on things is it's just completely transformed into a completely different person and I just see things differently now mm. do you think you've become a business owner do you think that's what, I, it, what the transformation so. is yeah it's, it's seeing i can't even put it into words as to what what the transformation is but it's just understanding the whole the whole picture mm. now rather than just doing the do mm -hmm. being the be i don't know Ooh. I love that. do the do be the be not do the do yeah. <laughs> i love it love that oh, what well, um articulate it it's just be the be just be the business owner and just love that take everything wow. that it throws at you and i and what i love you've done you know you've um you've recognized the areas of the business where you're really good at then you've then in our community and the success lounge you found people that you like and you're like i you know and people that are looking for work and you've outsourced part of the bookkeeping and bits that you you know for you you felt like I could spend my time doing something else and add more value um, and you were saying you know specialisms and things that that's the beauty as well bookkeepers with other specialisms that you haven't got you could spend your time learning that or you could outsource that and carry on with what you're good at and doing the sales and being the business owner that you are so I love that you've recognized that and you've done this in such a short space of time and you've done this using subcontractors rather than like employing and you've you know you've gone from a full-time job thinking about this as an idea to now having an amazing average fee um from your clients and repricing them every three months not allowing them to god i was i wish we was making a loss for years before i realized that all of these things and so you've what you've done is everything that we've taught, and we, we, me and Zoe were talking about you this morning, like literally everything we've taught, you actually take action on and do. You don't just listen, take it in and think about it and still make the mistakes yourself. You've actually, like to be able to achieve what you've achieved quickly, you've implemented and you've bypassed all those mistakes 
because I've made them in the past. <laughs> and you, and with the people in the community, you've been able to say, well, someone else has done that. Okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this. But you've actually, even if something's hard, Leah, and not an easy choice, you've still done it because you know it's going to get you the result. So repricing every three months is not easy, but it's much well. harder to be making no money. So you've taken that decision. You've heard the advice and you're like, well, that's what I'm going to do. And you've stuck to your guns and you've been consistent. So you really should be so proud of yourself. Thank How you. Have you how have you gone into those conversations, Leah? Like knowing that it's hard to reprice or it's harder to not reprice. When you are speaking to a client and you're like, oh my God, this is going to be a big one. Uh, like, what do, what do you do to get yourself ready for that conversation? How do you frame it for the client? Like, do you tell them it's coming? Um, well, they, they all know from onboarding that we have a three month review and that's come from Joe. <laughs> Thank you proposal. That that's what I've mm -hmm. learned from there. Um, so they go knowing that it's coming, and when it gets close to that three months, we book in an appointment with each other. Um, and they, I, I say like we're going to do a fee review. Mm -hmm. Um, with the one that I've kind of jumped up quite massively. Um, I initially took a big massive deep breath grounded myself and then I picked up the phone rather than doing it via email and I said right we, we need to talk because blah 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 is happening and I was like for me to carry on serving you at this particular level that you're asking of me I said I need to up your prices and they need to go up drastically I says because from what you originally asked me for we are not in that same situation. And I says, I have got a business to run as well. Mm. Um, and I was like, that that is the pinnacle thing is I've got to think about myself first rather than the client. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, my business feeds my family. Mm. And if I don't price right, and if I don't make sure that the way I'm running it fits in with the life that I want, then what what is the point because that, yeah. that the whole reason why we put ourselves through this stress and anxiety and overwhelm generally on a day-to-day -day basis of being a business owner to to make it work for the way that we want it to work and that's where my mind is right now yeah and that, that's from doing so much work on my mindset which has helped from working with abby who came to the retreat <laughs> yes oh, i love abby um it's just kind of thinking okay i'm not happy with this is there something i can do about uh, do do about it to change it within my control and if i can i just take action on it mm. because otherwise it's only me that's standing in my own way mm. so i can't blame anybody else if i'm upset about something that I can control. That's that's pretty much how I, I attack it all. Wow. And the fact that you, you know, you've bought and had that conversation in the sales process. But I mean, I see the onboarding as part of still selling because you are still kind of in that communicate. They could still decide that if you don't do it well enough, they would they could leave you. 
yeah and you're still selling them on the idea of how you're going to do this so the fact that in onboarding and on in the sales process you explain that you're already you're going to be having these conversations they're already expected and then the fact that you do it three months in they might have forgotten a little bit but oh yeah Leah said that she was going to do that and then and then you're going to book in the next one and the next one they're just it you're just you're teaching them how things are around here when you work with Leah and these are the results you're going to have and this is the value you're going to have but this is also how it's going to work and what you're also creating is a mutual respect with each other that um you you demand the respect you you actually respect your own time and you're demanding that they respect your time and you respect theirs and vice versa and and you can help their business and you really want to but like like James Ashford says you know if you're being paid really well and it means you're not having to take on so many clients then you can actually do a really blooming good job because you've got that time and ability to spend and work on them when you've got you know, we always talk about you can have, you know, a thousand clients paying you a hundred pound a month or a hundred clients paying you a thousand pound a month. You know, there's a very big difference in what that. I, I've got three clients. Yeah. I'll put that out there. I've, I've got three clients that I'm working with. Excellent. And that means that you can, but, and you've got subcontractors. So you are, you know, leveraging your time. So you're able to spend those time with people. And, you know, what about, what about your hope? Because you've got two, two small children yeah how how is your business running around your home life are you able to be mum are you a stress I mean you were, I mean I remember having a conversation with you and I did say to you this can't go on Leah you can't be working full-time you can't be I know the effort you were putting in into you know studying and training and you know working on yourself as well as doing client work I was feeling burnout for you what does life look like now in your stress levels um they're, they're, they're pretty much not there i i've um i've been working on to, to a structure so i have my my days planned um i don't start work until 10 mm -hmm. and i work mondays tuesdays thursdays and fridays because wednesdays i go to tumble tots with my little boy i spend yeah. an hour in the afternoon doing my pay runs um but apart from that i don't work on wednesdays and I work 10 till 2 because I've got the school run to do um, at about quarter to 3. So I do four hours, four days a week, and that's it. Wow. That's such a difference compared to what you were doing. I mean, you know, it, you've had to work hard to get there. But oh, yeah. it's really, relatively a short space of time that you've managed to achieve achieve it. What's What does the future look like? I mean, because if you've got this great work life balance at the moment and obviously you know it's working at the moment the way um the age of your children etc you know what happens when the youngest goes to school or you know do you want to take on a couple more clients and use and leverage more subcontractors um in my head i want 10 clients mm -hmm. um which would result in taking on the subcontractors to do the the transactional work um and i would be doing the the kind of monthly review work uh, with the way i've got it structured at the moment i've got a lot of free time um so i have my set days and like the the first week of the month is month end month 
month end time mm -hmm. uh, that's structured and then the other three to four weeks depending on how it falls the days are structured on what i'm doing on each day yeah um and if i've got nothing to do i make sure i don't do anything because it's very easy to fill your time with stuff when you've got free time so I know how much time I've got because I'm getting all the work done and I'm not filling the spare time with stuff. Yeah. I'm just stopping because I'm like, okay, so today is client calls. Oh, nobody wants to book in. Okay, I've got the day off. And that's that's the way I've worked it. Oh, um, yeah. It's so tempting, isn't it, otherwise to, like, mess around and get little bits and bobs done for people and then that becomes the scope creep because then they expect that that's what you're going to be doing so um i love that and so and knowing your ideal client and what kind of service you want to be offering to your ideal client are you then using that time to work on your business to become part of those networks and find more clients or are you enjoying the downtime at the moment um well i had a massive reevaluation in december on on everything um and i've put new pricing structures out there as of the 1st of January and I've now said okay I'm going to be working with people at this particular level and minimum engagement is £600 for a sole trader mm -hmm. um, and I'm talking about it on social media is that um, a month sorry Leo is that a month, yeah yeah just check in yeah um, and that's not including payroll this is this is literally like a bog standard bookkeeping sort of management review every month and all director stuff so nothing nothing fluffy fluffy around the edges that would be an additional cost but i've set it up in go proposal that when i quote a sole trader the minimum fee is 600 pounds mm -hmm. wow. you're giving people so much inspiration about planning their days and making sure that they've got a structure so that they can like make sure that they get more time for themselves i've just seen um I've just seen Carolyn's posted, look, I need breakthrough. I need to place more structure into each day. I've had days where I've been at my desk for eight hours and only charged for three or four. And I think we all find that. Like, I, I definitely, like, I'll get off and I'll be like, oh, I've got a 9.15 meeting. I think I will have just got back through the door from school at 9.15. One of my breakthroughs this week has been, like, not make my diary available till 10 a.m. And it's like, we all learn this stuff. Like, it's, it's always a constant learning journey. But I just love how you've gone... Do you know what? No, I won't. I won't be available outside of those hours because why would I do that to myself? And I need to make my business work so that I can work within the hours that I've got available. It's really inspiring. It what, um, it's not fair on my family. I found that if I'm, yeah. if I don't leave my desk at two, I don't see my youngest because he's generally here with my mum or my mother-in-law. I'm literally down and out the out the door to get my eldest from school. Whereas I want to give him that little bit of time before I go and fetch Zach from school. Yeah. Um, I mean, literally, nice. just before we jumped on here, I could hear him shouting, Mommy, up the stairs. Aww. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? Um, when you when you got into the programme, wh what did you do first? Because you'd obviously done a lot of work on sales and you had probably a good idea of your ideal client and some of the things we do at the beginning of the course. What was it that you went into first? Well, I did the startup program before I went into the success lounge. Mm -hmm. um, 
so and I, I can handle holding my hands up I've not gone through the program you've not completed it yeah no okay but I've, you've been part of the bits that um I've needed mm -hmm. but like you say because I've done so much work already on a lot of the stuff I'm like well my like my, my time is precious and I don't want to rejig go through over over it again no so into the stuff that I found um kind of important to me and it's good to hear that people do it like that as well because like we we always say to people when you sign up get really clear on your goals that's why we do that bit first that's why we did that bit of the first the beginning of boot camp and then there'll be some people who need to work through everything in order and there'll be other people who go actually that's the thing I need right now and you've obviously gone I just want to go through the startup program and tick some boxes and check that I'm happy with all of these things and then I'll use the other bits what about the like accountability I, I see you post in the, the success lounge um, I see you on the calls sometimes. Wh which calls have you found useful? Um, the Q and A's have been really good. Um, I try to make the office hours on a Monday, but I don't always because they're literally just as I start work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I haven't managed to come on a Friday. Um, but one of one of my kind of goals for this year is to attend more the success loan actual put on things um mm -hmm. i think because i've been focusing so much on working on me they weren't what i needed right towards the end of last year mm -hmm. so i was um focusing more on I me mean, because i've taken on i'm working with a life coach so i've been doing a lot of work with a life coach as well as um abby as the business coach and um, because that's what i needed to focus on at the time but I, I want to kind of understand how everybody in here is working and provide value to those who are not quite at my point and say, well, why don't you try this? So I love that. In the community to kind of help push people along where they might be struggling. I love that. And I think that's one of the best things about this group. You've got people at all different levels. We were talking about running a race earlier in the week, I think. And we were saying, like, there are going to be people ahead of you who you look up to. And there are going to be people who aren't where you are yet. And you can show them the way. And I think that that's just one of the great things about being part of this kind of group. And I'm seeing it in the chat and everyone's cheering everyone on. And it's amazing to be a part of it. Um, I well, much from everybody in here. So I, I literally, I wouldn't be without the community because... Yeah they're just everybody in there has got so much knowledge and experience and just kind of cheerleading everybody else on yeah. and you, you don't get that from anywhere else really and in a group of everybody working on the same job mm. same career yeah yeah oh fantastic well leah thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat with us this afternoon really appreciate it especially when you've got a little one outside who wants mummy i know that feeling i know but sometimes like daddy isn't the same i like that's <laughs> definitely how it is in us. um leah um let remind us of what your business is called so people can come and connect with you and and i guess people can ask you questions as well if they want to ask anything about what it's like working with us in the success program yeah, as well um my business is LC Virtual FD Limited. Amazing. Um, I'm all over Facebook. <laughs> and Instagram as well. And Instagram, Instagram. too. 
I'm pretty much only in stories on link uh, on Instagram because I just can't be bothered to post. <laughs> That's <laughs> not fair enough. Fair enough. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out, and thank you everyone for joining us as well. It's really nice to see you here. I'm seeing the like hashtag collaboration, not competition. I love that. We talk about that all the time. Um, we're going to be back again at two o'clock. We're speaking to Christy Glenister. We're going to hear about her business as well. Um, I love love chatting to you guys. It's really nice to find out more and deep dive. Um, so we'll be back at two and we'll see you in a little while. Thank you so much, Leah. Take care. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week on the Bookkeepers podcast for topical bookkeeping chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.